Wild Wing Studios. It's The Rush with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. What's the drink of choice tonight? Well, you know, I, I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm going to have one. I'm not promoting it now. Travis Davidson already failed at this, but listen to that and don't smile. I mean, come on. Just try not to smile on that. You can't help it. it. Couldn't help it. Can't help it. You're not going to like Sam Pittman coming up in a couple of years, most likely. I don't know. But it's Friday at 5 once you hear his voice talking about some old coal beer. Some coal beers. Mm. Coal beer. The emphasis on coal beers, it, 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 it always <laughs> cracks me up, and I do not know why. You can't help it laugh. God, it's funny. You can't help it laugh. I love it. Well, it's Friday at 5. we got OU baseball coming up in less than an hour. OU softball coming up tomorrow, 2 p.m. on ABC. It's a big deal. National uh, television yep. audience. It hadn't been that long that uh, college softball has been playing on a national televi- television audience like that. So how OU reacts to Mackenzie Donahue's first at-bat – Everyone in the country is going to see it, and they're going to hear it. And I'm happy to see that on the text line, at least, um, pretty much everyone said, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll clap or, you know, give a nice moo to me. I, I, I don't know if it's going to be an, an Odyssey Alexander, everyone stands for an ovation or anything like that. It. But it'll be a nice clap, like, hey, we know what you did here. Like, pr- pr- appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, for – and she, like I said, she performed well in Oklahoma City while she was uh, with the Sooners. So had her jump Lou moment uh, out in left field. Obviously, play shortstop now. So um, yeah, I, th- I think we'll see how she handles the emotion. We will see because it's a fair question. I don't it, have a ton- yeah, I don't have a ton of confidence that she'll handle it well. I don't know what that looks like. Like if if she goes out and hits two home runs, like it will say, oh man, she elevated. If she goes out and just goes. One for four, then we'll say, well, that's what she does. So, yeah. okay, it's cool. um, it's a intriguing spot for her tomorrow. You know, as if she boots a ground ball at shortstop early on, then she's really she's really gonna feel it because what? that that crowd, man, I just. I, yeah. I, I, I don't think that she ever envisioned herself in this situation two years ago when she really made a name for herself the first time in, in this tournament, but. Yeah, man. It's... Good for her for being back, though. Yeah, for good sure. for her. She got, you know, we see a lot of people transfer away. Uh, not a lot transfer away from Oklahoma softball, but just a lot of people transfer away, and you kind of never hear from them again. But you know, she's on a team where she's got a legitimate chance to, uh, you know, try and get a little bit of revenge, and 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 that's all you can really ask, uh, you know, for any athlete entering the portal. You think Starocko starts tomorrow? I think Nicole May starts tomorrow. 80% of the text line wants Jordy Ball to start tomorrow. <laughs> right. But I think the I think 100% of that 80% wants Jordy to start every single game. Y- yes. So sure. so that so I think that that's like okay, you got to we got to understand that. I think I how about this? I want the starters of the next two games to be Starocko and May in whatever order. I'll go with that. Yeah. Because I would throw Starocko cuz like I said, I'll the best version of this team is having three aces, four aces, if you will, but having three aces that have been rotational starters for you. Like, keep 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 your foot on the gas of that being an advantage because that's what sets you apart. There's some really good pitchers in in, in the tournament right now. You've obviously got Sander Cock who uh, pitched well yesterday. We've talked about Kennedy a ton. Uh, you've got Kelly Maxwell here. Like, you've got 
Like, you've got a lot of really good pitching here, but the difference is we're the only ones that are deep, so use that depth to your advantage. <sighs> Jada Coleman was just so clutch yesterday. <sighs> two outs, 0-2 counts. Uh, Kiki Malloy, really good hitter for Tennessee. Yeah. Watch out for her. I believe she hits leadoff, right? 420 average, 25 home runs on the year. They've got three really good hitters, but they – they don't have the depth they up and down the lineup as that, OU. Yeah. Like no one has the depth up and down the lineup that OU does. But we'll uh, we'll see who starts in the circle, man. And I look if anyone wants to argue or fight that Jordy Ball is OU's best pitcher right now, I'll defer to Travis. Travis can fight that if he wants to. I will not fight that Jordy Ball is the best pitcher on the staff right oh, now. Oh no, I think Jordy Ball is the best pitcher on the staff. I think it is unwise to pitch Jordy the next four games in a row. And I agree with that, and I just have a hard time believing that Patty Gasso is going to do something for the entire year that's netted you the longest winning streak in college softball history, and now all of a sudden, even with the day off in between, she's going to say, nah, let's just ride with one arm through here. Right. She didn't do it in regionals. She didn't do it in super regionals, correct? Correct. I'd be surprised if she did that now. Like, at what percentage do you – you know, do you flip it, right? Like, we can agree that Jordy's our best pitcher, but is 97% of Jordy our best pitcher? Is 93% of Jordy our best pitcher? At, at what point does that say, oh, okay, well, now it's below Starocco or May? Like I said, May is is getting the Justin Burrell's treatment a little bit. People are forgetting about her. This is the second-best ERA in the entire country, only behind the girl we just beat and, and darn near cooked us. So... Like, Nicole May is is getting widely disrespected. Uh, let's see. Tennessee, 50-8 on the year, 19-5 and five in SEC play. They also won the SEC tournament. They're, they're a good softball team. Yeah. Maybe the second-best tournament. I mean, seriously, maybe the second-best in this tournament. Could be Florida State. Yeah, I think that – You I, might have. Tennessee, but Tennessee's Florida at State least is. in – and that's what I think it mostly is, is who's the second-best team? And you probably immediately say – uh, Tennessee, Florida State, I might go with uh, Florida State here, but Tennessee's absolutely in that mix. So, is Tennessee a better overall team than Stanford? Yeah, I think so. I think that this is a much different test, though, than Stanford. The test with Stanford was in the circle. The test tomorrow is with those three big hitters that Tennessee has. Not to say that Tennessee doesn't have elite arms in the circle. I think that they do, but I... I'm not expecting to see a pitcher throwing 75 miles per hour tomorrow. No, and I don't think OU is either. <laughs> and they will be. That's that is a welcome, that is a welcome expectation expectation from that. It's yeah, they don't want to see it. And and again, Patty brought it up. Said, hey, like she's the hardest throwing freshman in the country. Like, and when she said hardest throwing, I'm like. Yep, they're gonna like. I knew that was the game plan. Patty Foul Gasso off everything. Foul off everything. Patty Gasso doesn't believe in coach speak. Mentioned this several times, and you know, they're, they're, she didn't need to go up there to the podium and say, "Yeah, I, that's like one of the best freshman arms I've seen in a long time." Like everything that she said about Kennedy, she didn't need to say it. But Patty Gasso is as honest as could be in the press conference settings. She legitimately believes that Kennedy has a chance to be very special and was one of the best freshman arms that maybe she's ever seen. So right. if and Patty says it, I'm inclined to believe it. Yeah, and it's it's funny. When we when we talk pitching, um, obviously when you look at Tennessee, Ashley Rogers with that .83 ERA, I think it's third best in the country. Um, she's thrown the most innings for them. So you, you like to think it's almost like a Kegel situation with them. Like if you can get to her early – then you're going to have some success because after her, 
you know, you've got uh, you've got Peyton that throws a 1.57 ERA, and then it jumps nearly to three with their third pitcher. So, like you said, if you can if you can get you know that that depth of that lineup early, fighting off pitches, get that pitch count up. Tennessee doesn't have a lot behind her. Sure. How you feeling, text line? Can Meyer Chevrolet text line? It's it's Friday at five. OU's got a big softball game in OKC tomorrow. How you feel about it? Text us 405-651-3439. You can just tell us generally how you feel about OU's chances tomorrow. A final score? I don't know. Let's give, just give hear it from all. you before give it we all. get out of here for the weekend. Yeah, Chat with do, us. Do it all. We're going to miss you this weekend. Come just on. Just don't do a three-paragraph text. That's that's a lot for me to get through. Yeah. Especially when people throw in random uh, four-letter words. I'm like, guys, really? Like, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> enough. i got to read all of it. Now i got to censor it. i, I got to read it four words ahead so I don't slip over a, an F-bomb or anything like that. I think it's going to be a close game, man. Um, I've got OU winning this game. I think I said five to four on the Diamond Envy podcast. Mm. I, I I wish that maybe I would have uh, picked OU to score about seven runs tomorrow, um, but I said it earlier today. I guess I'll stick with it. I think it's going to be a close game, a fun game, a tight game, a stressful game. But what, Travis? A game where OU comes up clutch when it matters. Give me OU five, Tennessee four tomorrow. I'm going to go seven three. So a little, little bit more offense. I think I think our bats are. Kind of like uh, when you crimp the hose, you know, you you outside you crimp the hose and that water, that pressure builds, builds, builds. I feel like that's how our bats have been, uh, at least yesterday. And I think they're just going to want to, you know, there's a lot of pride in that dugout, right? When it comes to being out hit, we were we were getting out hit by Clemson, and that got you know switched up in that game one in a hurry. But even even against Stanford, we were getting out hit early. We were getting one hit through four innings. Jada's leadoff hit was our only hit through four innings. I know, man. And 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 then of course they come alive. They out hit them six to four. So I, I really have a feeling that there's a lot of pride in that in in that dugout, and I think that they are going to swing the bat incredibly well. I think they get down the stretch. I think once you get past that initial pitcher, I'm not sure Ashley Rogers is going to pitch the entire game. Once you, I think you pick up three or four hits just in the last two innings. George and in Dallas says, feel good about OU's offense against Tennessee pitching. Start May just due to the matchup. Think her pitching style keeps the ball in the park. Uh, 479 area code, OU softball wins 11-2. to two. Baseball wins 8-4 to four tonight. Hey, hey, hey let's go. Softball Steve says Sooners 8, Vols 4. Uh, OU wins 6-2. to two. That's from the 918. Cold beer Friday. Cold beer. Yeah, yeah. No, no D in uh, cold, beer. Cold, cold beer. Just C-O-L-B-E-E-R. What's funny is... Or maybe he, it's just one word, cold and, beer. And, and he said he, do, he doesn't have a sponsorship or anything like that. Like, does he... Is is cold beer a uh, a brand that I don't know of? Because in Arkansas, probably just saying you're honest. having cold beer, <laughs> like like I don't know, like the National Beer Association. Like I don't know who the, he would. He didn't say a brand, so I'm not sure if he knows how a sponsor deal works. Will the weather uh, Will the weather allow play tomorrow? Yes, uh, Patty Gasso is going to uh, move the rain clouds in the sky. She's going to push all of those east. And they will avoid. You guys say, you guys act like she's not capable of that. I mean, she is the goat. She is the queen for a reason. Yeah. I mean, are you ever going to doubt that she can't alter the weather patterns? We she said. Maybe. We said last Friday, Tyler, it, doubting OU softball, doubt them at your own risk. Same goes for Patty Gasso. Uh, let's see. From uh, Captain Willard said, it's going to be a great game, and we'll all be watching together. I feel great. It is now officially 
cocktail 100 hours on Friday. Have a great weekend, Army. <laughs> Talking about the ref Army, not the <laughs> Army baseball team, yeah. which hopefully OU does not yeah. face this week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, Army did not have a great day today. The baseball team, not the actual <laughs> Army. Greg from Lawton says feeling 8-0 in five innings. Wow, Greg. Uh, 6-1-4, feel good about this OU defense and pitching to throw the Tennessee offense off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gunny says, fellas, I just got uh, got to work. Cut out the cold beer talk, please. Sorry about that, Gunny. Sorry, Gunny. You'll you'll make it, buddy. Uh, Let's see. Vols can hit the ball all day, but it best go over the wall. If not, it'll be out. A BY, one of the outstanding All-Americans on the field. And let's get to one more. Will Jackson Arnold be at the Women's College World Series? Look for a buzz cut. I know Billy Bowman and Drake Stoops are going to be out there signing autographs tomorrow. Um, Jackson Arnold maybe. I'm not yep, sure. Yep, yep. Billy uh, will for sure. He's going to be over there. So if you want to go get those autographs, so it's across the road from Hall of Fame Stadium. Look for the white and black checkered flags. It says LC Fan Zone. Go down there. They've got the OKC Spark uh, kind of re- like uh, – Is that Lauren Chamberlain Fan Zone is what that is? LC, LC Management. Yeah. yeah, so LC Management, that's Lauren, Chelsea Day, all those. They've got Jen Schro and Jada and Kenzie Hansen and Alex Taraco and Jocelyn Allo. they got everybody. So they'll, they'll have them uh, down there and uh, sign some autographs. Oklahoma Johnny says OU softball with the run roll. So we're, we're feeling a little froggy tell you on what. this Friday. It wouldn't I, be – I mean, it would. It, it's not, not the most shocking thing if that happens. It's, I mean, it's OU softball. Come on. That's hey, what they do. Greg from Lawton and Oklahoma Johnny, man, they, 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 they tuned up, baby. Well, it's Friday at 5. They heard uh, Sam Pittman. They're like, yeah, it is time for a cold beer. <laughs> yeah, he actually is right. I'm trying to find uh, the side-by-side comparison that the broadcast had yesterday between OU, who's going for a three-peat, and UCLA. and UCLA, who was the last three-peat. And, and really, the, the, the number to note, like, OU's 100 points higher in batting average, team batting average, than UCLA was from, what, 88 to 90, I think. And, and the game has changed significantly, I know this, but OU's hit over 400 more home runs than UCLA did during their I three I think they beats. only hit like 24 or yes. something like that over yeah. their three years, because. but the ERA was so low because people just didn't score back then. E- even Stanford was like, golly, we leave the yard way more than the three-peat LS- or UCLA squad. Right, it then. was literally like, everybody was like, basically slappers it felt like back then, but... No, it's completely different eras. I, I honestly, I talked to a uh, uh, a national analyst um, that played in the Pac-12, and she said she doesn't think uh, she doesn't think pay, like Pac-12 is going to even have a leg to stand on in softball eventually because UCLA is leaving, and then you've got Oregon and Washington kind of probably be the next ones out the door. I mean, what is Utah going to do all the heavy lifting for the entire West Coast? I mean, maybe they do have a gas. Arizona's though. falling off. I mean, tremendously. I mean, it's 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 kind of, it's kind of wild, but the the sports moving to the southeast, and so is Oklahoma. The uh, the Jackson Arnold will he be at the Women's College World Series? Uh, I did not notice the laughing face emoji there. Uh, it says, "Hell, I was intentionally trying to be that guy, and I asked a pertinent question." Ladies win tomorrow, seven to six. Sorry, <laughs> did not not get, I. I, I just thought some people might be interested in seeing yeah, Jackson Arnold. Gotta tomorrow. activate the. Should have uh, known. Gotta activate the sarcasm. Should have uh, known. Font. Uh, what might OU's SEC schedule look like in 2024? I don't know. We'll find out on June 14th. But 24/7 Sports has a guess as to what the 2024 SEC schedule is going to look like for the Sooners, and it's very, very interesting. Very interesting. We'll tell you what their best guess is next, and a whole lot more. Keep it locked. 
We're the home of Sooner fans. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Does your checking account come with respect, gratitude, wisdom? At Armstrong Bank, that's what you can expect. For more than a century, we've been serving up exceptional customer service and financial guidance to our customers across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Open a checking account today so we can serve you too. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank today. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro where we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. You're simply Our newly remodeled gaming floor has nearly 3,000 of your favorite games. And two table game pits and three high stakes areas. Don't miss the celebration with our new beginnings and winnings giveaway. Play with your wild card all month for a chance to win your share of $80,000. It's time to come see an all new Riverwind. You're simply the best. Ugh. This old AC system just doesn't cool like it used to, and summer's just around the corner. I bet we can get another year out of it. I got a bet for you. If we buy a new heat and air system from Norman Air between May 1st and June 21st, we could get it for free. What? Free? Purchase a new heat and air system between May 1st and June 21st. If the temperature hits 105 degrees on 4th of July, your system is free. So, are you feeling lucky? You're on. I'm on normanair.com right now. Norman Air, service to the max. 
The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At In Motion, what moves you moves us. I think we ended that football season with a 65 to 7 win in the I National remember that night. game. And, <laughs> and if the indictment somehow is going to be that we don't play the highest level of college football, then somebody's not actually watching football games. And we're at eight, but we have uh, a requirement that you play an additional game against a, a non conference opponent from one of our colleague conferences. Uh, or major independent can work really well. So I think pundits, coaches, analytics people can make a bunch of different arguments, but I actually think either one of those models will keep us very secure in, uh, in the college football playoff consideration. SEC Commish Greg Sankey on with the uh, mouth of the South, Paul Feinbaum himself saying eight games, nine games, whatever, don't trash talk the SEC. We're still the best conference out there. Now, someone is uh, was texting and asking us to explain the no divisions in the SEC. Well, it's it's just that. There, there's no divisions anymore. Um, I guess just the top two teams in the league will play for the Big 12 championship. So what's about to happen starting in 2024, you have one permanent opponent every single year and seven kind of random opponents. However, in those four years, you will play each team home and away uh, what one home, one away in those four years. So it's kind of random from year to year, but kind of not really. If, I if guess. they actually do it like that, yeah, like that's, no, the, that's thing. the thing. Like they've manipulated it, you know, to take care of their big dogs. Maybe pun intended with a Georgia dogs thing. There, anyways, it's. They, I can get there. They just have to. They just have to stick to it. If they do that, because Tyler, that's where you and I land on it. It's. We just want to go see these places. We want to host, like we want to host big programs. We want to go see these places, these historical places, and be in big time matchups. That's what we want. So they've got to rotate them through. So no divisions. Uh, just the top two teams in the new schedule structure will play in the SEC championship game. Now, how difficult is it going to be some years to figure out who the best two teams are when not everyone's playing everyone you're just playing eight conference games i guess we'll find out it could be a cluster in some years i guess we'll see well and that's, that's where you look structure. at the like tiebreakers like okay are you gonna go i mean the big 12 tiebreakers eventually you know it goes down to the tiebreakers they announced today the first tiebreaker is is it alabama and if no <laughs> you go down to highest ranking oh man that uh that, that's good yeah i think you know eventually it goes down to you know victory margin and, and and this that and the other I know that was kind of was that Aranda's argument when he kicked that late field goal that had Lincoln Riley all upset Maybe. was oh it was you know a, a, in a tiebreaker we I need support to have the, the field margin. goal now actually oh yeah absolutely so, so upset okay so anyway so here's um here's what 24-7 is guessing and it's purely a guess okay now they do think that Texas and A&M will play in the first year so there's some pieces to this that they feel good about but by and large, it's pretty much a guess by 24-7 sports. They are guessing that OU will play at Arkansas, at LSU, 
They will play Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi State at home, and they'll play at Texas A&M. So your road games would be at Arkansas, at LSU, at Texas A&M, at Missouri, and your three home games would be Alabama, Tennessee, Mississippi State, and then the OU-Texas game in Dallas. And I got to say, that Alabama-Tennessee home game there sounds uh, pretty tasty. Mississippi State is still better than any home game we have this year. It's true. So In that year with the other home games, you're like, mm. you're, like you're best served to uh, – I, I don't want that to be the first SEC home game, you know, but you have that one sandwiched in between the two games. It's like, oh, yeah, this is, this is still better than what we've had, but it's Would not you rather, Tennessee. Because there's a line here, right? It's kind of, you know, it's – would you rather have, Tyler, this year only two home games, but they're Bama and Tennessee, or would you rather have and, – and two home games in conference. Would you rather have our, our current, this upcoming year, 2023, four Big 12 opponents that are coming to town, or would you rather just have two home games, but those home games are – Bama and Tennessee. I'd take the one home game against either Bama or Tennessee. Forget the two. I don't need the two. Just, I just, need just the, one just Bama need the is one. better just than the four. One. Yeah. Everything else played on the road. From an entertainment aspect and a season ticket holder aspect, yeah, just give me the Bama or Tennessee game. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's there's something to be said for it because, I mean, you don't really have – obviously, we, we host TCU late on that short week, 11 a.m., of course. Yeah, that's, that's one thing that uh, – um, that's one thing they should have put on this is uh, how many of these games are going to be at 11 a.m.? At LSU would be as hostile of a road game as you've had. It's got to be a night. I hope it's at time. night. Oh, that'll be a night game. That place, yeah. It, it, I had a blast a in a 2.30 game. Yeah. So, yeah. That'll be uh, – at, Ar- at Arkansas would be under the rate. That's, that w- that's going to be intense the first time OU goes to Fayetteville. So, let's just say that this schedule is – yeah, it is right. Okay, not, right? it's 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 not going to be most likely, but let's just say it is. Arkansas would be extremely hostile. They would feel like that's well. I don't know if they'd feel like that's one of the bigger home games they've had in a while, but it's the first time OU's ever played out there, right? It would be a very big deal. Yeah, it'd be a very big deal if OU played at LSU. It'd be a very big deal if OU played at Texas A and M for the first time since 2010. It'd be a very big deal for OU to play at Missouri for the first time since 2010. Um, every place OU would go, every team they would host, would be a massive, 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 massive game. Yeah, and because you don't even have to rely on story, right? Like, you have to rely on narrative, right? It's not like, oh, there's no connection to, uh, I don't know, there's no connection to Auburn, you know, or there's no connection to whatever. Like, you don't have to rely on little plots that you got to push little narratives you got to push oh this guy used to play here this guy used to coach here he's got to do obviously those are nice to have but just the sheer history of the schools like you can rely on them just being good programs you don't have to say oh man we had a barn burner a couple years ago you know with texas tech so now all of a sudden you know it's this big big matchup for us no they're just good programs so when we're all watching uh the june 14th sec schedule unveiling they won't announce the dates or the weeks they're just going to announce the teams that you will play in 2024 and the dates will fall later who's or like what's the announcement that could get the biggest yeah from ou fans would it be a road game somewhere awesome would it be a home game against Georgia or Bama? Like, what's the one single thing they could throw up the, at the screen for OU for everyone to rejoice? And and to be clear, 
when they say the teams that we're playing in our eight-game SEC schedule, are they saying which ones are home and which ones are on the road? Or I'm are they guessing. Just... Ooh, I, I would guess that they say home or away. I, th- I think because the NFL does say you've got these teams coming. Like you've got these teams going to be at home. These teams that are going to be away. But I, that would be the interesting part for me. Is I think I'm just going to go with teams. I think OU fans probably would be most excited right now, at least, to play Tennessee kind of up near my tier one. Tennessee, LSU, Georgia and Alabama, I think, are in a kind of a different tier because it's like you just want to play the best. But, like, I think when it comes to teams that they just would love – even, like, would love to be in a bowl matchup with right now or something like that, I think Tennessee and Georgia are on – or Tennessee and LSU. LSU is going to be the one for me where I say, woo! If it's at LSU, I'm going to be so excited. Because you feel like you still owe them after all of these years and you know that they're going to bring a crowd here. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I would love that. Yeah, LSU at home would be sweet. No. Georgia, Alabama, or Tennessee would right. be awesome as well. But LSU's just got a little bit different of a feeling there, you know. And and I'm not to – I don't know if OU fans would be total b-holes to LSU <laughs> during that Maybe. visit. Maybe they would be. But they wouldn't be Bayou, to Tennessee Bayou fans. Bayou holes? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Bayou holes? Yeah. They, w- they wouldn't be to Tennessee. They wouldn't be to Georgia or Alabama. They wouldn't be to anyone in the SEC except for A&M and maybe LSU. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, again, with the Alabama and Georgia, it more just comes down to they're really good, right? So, like, I don't think te- with Tennessee and LSU, it's required for them to be at the top of the sport for it to be like, oh, my God, this is a big deal. But, like, if, if you know, Saban were to retire this year, like, I don't think OU, yeah. like, fans would be like, yes, going to Bama. Like, but I don't think it matters who the coach is at LSU. They're going to be stoked about it. Cherokee Sooner, best reaction would be road game at Tennessee, or they give us back the Georgia game. Uh, 918, Bama and Norman. 918, LSU at home. Greg from Lawton, IMO. Georgia will be our first SEC game at home in prime time, as he says. It makes sense to make up for losing that game this year. The scuttlebutt has been South Carolina is going to be the first SEC yep. home game. Now, that was at a time when I think it was believed that OU would play a nine-game SEC schedule. Right. So, I I can't say if that's still going to be the case or not. Yeah, and, and again, South Carolina would be the the best home game this year by by leaps and bounds. So when you you know with with that, I think a lot of people would kind of be a little bit I don't know underwhelmed. I guess would be the word. When if you see South Carolina as kind of like your first SEC game, but you have to keep in mind it's like we get South Carolina, it's not like we're going back to playing Big Twelve teams after that. Sure. You can you can have South Carolina as your first game, but then say, oh cool, we're going and playing in Oxford, uh, you know, we're going and playing you know in the swamp or something like that. Like you still have other great games. So uh, you know, I guess it'll win you a trivia question down the road. Who was our in the in the freshly formed Big Twelve, who was our first Big Twelve game played against? In nineteen ninety six, ooh, um, I know you played Nebraska at home that year. I don't think it was them. Um, ninety six, I think it was Kansas, because my first ever OU game was Tulsa at home and they lost. 
OU was 0 for in 96 going into the OU-Texas game, and they lost to Kansas at home. Um, so I think KU at home was the first one, but you had been in the Big 8 with them for a while. Right. So are, are you asking, like, the first new member of the Big 12 that they played? Is, is no. That, is that I, it? I was, I was merely asking the guy who, you know, for my money, knows the most I think it's a- about old, uh, old Big 12 schedules, only to make the point of, sure, if South Carolina is our first SEC opponent, we'll have a lot of opinions on it. But 20 years from now, are we going to go, oh, man, I wish we would have had somebody else scheduled? Yeah, text, yes, yes, probably. No. You will. <laughs> yeah, you will. I, I, I will. Uh, yeah, Kansas was the first Big 12 game in 96. They lost 52-24 at home. Oh, man. Well, o- TCU. I mean. o- OU lost to TCU in the 96 opener 20-7. to They lost at San Diego State 51-31. Lost to Tulsa at home 31-24. Lost to Kansas at home, fifty-two twenty-four. But by God, they beat Texas and Dallas, thirty to twenty-seven. That's, James Allen scores that is, in overtime. That might be that might be more embarrassing for Texas than forty-nine zero is for Oklahoma. Yeah, forty-nine zero is pretty embarrassing. You just lose to say. you just lose to Tulsa and Kansas back to back, and then you go beat a ranked Texas team. Yeah, that's that's way more of a black eye on Texas. Nine one eight. You're right, Tyler. Blank LSU. Let's get them in Norman in twenty twenty-four. Uh, in my humble opinion, I don't care. Get us out of the Big 12. Heck, Vandy, let's go. Yeah. All right. We're all on the same page for the most part. Yeah. Do we have a special guest coming up next? Yes, we will. Ooh. We've got uh, um, Commissioner Lauren Chamberlain coming up. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, she's had a, uh, she had a fantastic career here, the former home run queen. She'll be joining us to talk a little uh, OU softball, uh, get her thoughts on Tennessee, um and uh, should i call her commish or sooner legend which which uh, what's the right way to go so here? on the lc management like page where they talk she's just you know they have like pro or home run queen she is legend slash commissioner okay legend slash commissioner so right. one or the other or both you know we could ask her you okay. know what she'd like to be addressed well, as let's do that next Sounds lauren good. chamberlain coming up next right here on the ref this is the ref sports radio network Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados and SUVs. At Knippelmeyer, we still do business the same way we have for 63 years. So, if we don't have the exact model you're looking for, we'll order it for you, and when it gets here, that's the price you pay. Come see us in Blanchard. Give us a call at 405-485-3333 or check us out on the web at knippelmeyer.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. You're a member of the Ref Army and we know you want to show it. We've made it easier than ever before with the new and improved KREF store. Hats, t-shirts, sweatshirts, just visit KREF.com, click the KREF store link on the menu, and check out our fresh line of shirts for the most dominant softball program in the nation that say softball is life, Winning Streak University, and much more. The KREF store has got you covered so you can let everyone know you only listen to the Homeless Sooner fans. The KREF store, the Homeless Sooner fans to suit up for the Ref Army. Summer is coming, along with the warmer weather. And all Sooner fans know that means we are just that much closer to another football season. And Balfour of Norman has been their favorite OU store for more than 45 years. Locally owned and located on Historic Campus Corner, Jerry and Libby invite you to stop by and see what is new. At Balfour, you will find all the latest Sooner designs and styles in shirts, shorts, fashion tops, sweatshirts, hats, and even socks and belts. 
and they have a great selection for young Sooner fans, starting with newborn all the way through youth sizes. But Balfour has so much more than just shirts and hats, such as OU flags, auto accessories, golf items, glassware, and serving pieces, barbecue tools, just to name a few. You will even find something for your dog, even if his name isn't Boomer. So come by this summer when there is plenty of parking or shop online at crimsonproud.com where you will find everything sooner. Preparation makes all the difference on the playing field and in life. At McFarland Methodist Church, we believe that a strong faith is a great preparation for the ups and downs of life, and we have lots of ways to practice and strengthen our faith. Come be a part of a midweek Bible study or community service event, or join us for traditional or modern worship on Sunday morning. You're always welcome at McFarland, where we're changing lives that change the world. Learn more on our website at mcfarlandumc.org or call us at 321-3484. Why? Why do we ignore the things that give us pause, that seem out of place, that don't feel right? The answer to why defines who we are. So if you see something, why do you say something? I see safe for my friends. For my community. For my family. For each other. Because all of this matters. We all have something worth protecting. So why do you see safe? Report suspicious activity to local authorities. If you see something, say something. Now, we tend not to think about now. We dream about tomorrow, relive yesterday. But right now in front of us is victory over cancer. Right now, cancer research funded by the V Foundation is leading to better treatments and saving lives. Victory over cancer is there for the taking by you because today's cancer research is tomorrow's victory. Learn more at V.org. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Are you looking for luxury apartments for Wren and Norman? The Falls at Brookhaven offers stunning apartments and a well-maintained, calm atmosphere. Enjoy our landscaping, a swim in the pool, or take your pet for a walk in one of our two dog parks. Our spacious outdoor areas and state-of-the-art amenities will make this new home feel like a resort. All this can be right outside of your door when you live at the Falls at Brookhaven. Call our locally owned and operated community at 405-701-8233 or go online to thefallsatbrookhaven.com to view our spacious floor plans. the rush on the ref Tyler McComas Travis Davidson we're inside the Buffalo Wild Wings studio on this Friday no Lauren Chamberlain just yet still hopeful that we can get her on the show uh, by the time we get out of here uh, real quick we got to fill up that stat sheet like we do every single Friday but we're brought to you by Dorsey Buick Jones or Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno a short drive to big savings Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno no home runs yesterday, so I, the slate is is wide open. Who's basically we're asking who's going to hit the most home runs tomorrow for OU? I am. Um, I'm going to ride the wave of uh, emotion here. I'm going to go with Jada Coleman, leads the team in home runs with uh, with maybe it, two might have to do it. I'm going to say I'll say she hits two tomorrow. Wow. I mean, you did call. I give you total credit. You did call. In game two against Clemson, that Tiara Jennings would hit two, and she did. About time. Uh, saved so my best for the postseason. Saved your best and and 
and called the number, two of them. It was incredible in the same game. So, um, anyways, you know, give me Sid Sanders. Give me Sid Sanders. I think, uh, again, she's kind of the X factor in this lineup, I feel, and she's swinging the bat well. She swings. Like, with her, I feel like if she's swinging, she's trying to put it over the fence. Like, there's there's no – like swing, she swings swing hard in case you hit it. That's her she mentality. She swings hard yeah. no matter what. She takes big old hacks at it. So, um, anyways, it, it I I would go Sid Sanders personally. I I'm not sure if I've I've done this only I think three times. I'm not sure I've uh, I'm not sure I've got one yet. But I mean, I'm just gonna keep swinging. Well, you've been on Wednesdays. Uh, for, well, that's what I'm saying. I've only done like three season. of them. Yeah. So like, so it, there, there's uh, there's an excuse there, but. It's also the World Series, so please uh, – Act- Activated me for the postseason, you know. Sid Sanders is a really nice pick, though. I, she's just been uh, an unsung hero. I, I don't even know if I want to say that. It's just Jada Coleman, Tiare Jennings get a majority of the credits, and rightfully so. Kenzie Hansen, Grace Lyons are well-known name, And just Sid Sanders just really kind of emerged in the back half. That's the thing, man. You just, you just don't know. Jocelyn Erickson could hit two home runs tomorrow. You know, she's not necessarily an every-game starter, but she's been great as a true freshman. Jocelyn Erickson could have uh, – Alina Torres could have two home runs tomorrow or a big home run. It it's might, just There's just yeah. no – dude, there is no rest with this lineup. And regardless of who's in the circle, you can be on your game that day, man. You can be on your game. Even in Major League Baseball, you know, everyone's there for a reason, obviously. But once you get even really good teams past the four or five hitters – you can kind of relax a little bit, seven, eight, nine. You can't do that with OU softball, man. What are you going to relax against Riley Boone's just so she can bunt one, get on first base, make you look dumb, and then probably score on a ball in the gap after that? There, there, there's, there's no rest. And this is, this is probably, you know, we talked about our depth and everything like that, like just how ridiculous it is. We have multiple people on the text line saying Jocelyn Erickson, I know, who doesn't even start for the team. And they're like, that's going to who's – Beautiful natural that, swing, man. That's who's just going to hit the most home runs. Like, the, Stanford had batters in their lineup that have hit zero home runs this year that are starters. And we're like, oh, this person that we're not even sure is going to play is going to hit a couple home runs. It's, it's, it's just a testament to how deep this team is, man. Yeah, um, and guess what? It's not changing anytime soon, man. It's, it's not like they're graduating – Eight or nine players, uh, they're graduating, what, four players, I guess, this yeah. year. And who knows who you get in the portal, and you know you're going to get a really good recruiting class. So so we're good to – you think we're good to go? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So let, let's hit an early timeout here, and we'll try to get Lauren on the other side before we get out of here for the weekend. Final segment of the week coming up next right here on The Ref. This is The Ref Sports Radio Network. Dane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs. Call Fast Signs of Norman 405 701 2890. I think everyone for the last few months has wanted to see Tennessee face off against the Oklahoma Sooners. And no one wants to see it more than me. I'm excited. And obviously the drama of Donahue being back in Oklahoma City, we've already heard it. You know, how many times did Kevin and Amanda say it on air today? Uh, we've seen Mackenzie Donahue here just in a different uniform, right? So I can only imagine how many times it's going to be said on Saturday. 
but I'm excited. You've got Ashley Rogers, who's, who's seemingly healthy this year. Kiki Malloy, who's the hottest hitter in this tournament, right? You know, I, you, of course, you've got the Jada Coleman's and the T.R.A. Jennings and the Kinsey Hansons of the world who are fantastic hitters. But when you look at the raw data, Kiki Malloy is the hottest hitter right now. And you can't count out Zeta Booney either, who started her career at Oklahoma and still has a very close relationship with a lot of those girls, including T.R.A. You know, they're, they're, they're more like sisters. So I'm excited for it because I think it's going to be competitive. And then the storylines within it just make for really good television. Jen Schroeder, she's excited about OU Tennessee. I'm excited about OU Tennessee. Travis is excited about OU Tennessee. Everyone's excited about OU Tennessee. 2 p.m. tomorrow on ABC. The entire country will be watching college softball tomorrow, the Sooners and the Vols, and that place is going to be an absolute madhouse tomorrow. One, it's one of the most anticipated matchups this tournament could have. But a lot of people were at work yesterday uh, for the first game, right? OU doesn't play today. So tomorrow will be a lot of people's first opportunity to see the Sooners and OKC at the WCWS. And, yeah, guess what? It's going to be sold out. It's going to be a madhouse. It's going to be an awesome environment. Just hope the the weather holds off and we get to play it at 2 p.m. tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Oklahoma. So you can never officially count on the weather, you know, especially this time of year. But – you know, Oklahoma, honestly, it's set up well for weather delays because of our pitching. So, you know, if you can find a little bit of silver lining, if there's a delay or anything like that, you know, just know that OU is set up really well to, you know, deal with that, with, with their rotation. Because sometimes you get a pitcher that, you know, goes strong and then you got to have a two-hour delay and then they can't come back from it. A lot of puns you can use with Deal since, you know, they have four aces now and yeah. Kirsten Deal's one of them. yeah. And and with with you know the I want to rock and roll all night. I thought it was that was a, a Starocco <laughs> type thing that you were coming you, you in could, with. So. I, maybe that's a hint that she's the starter tomorrow. Uh, pa- did Patty know. call you on the break and and give you the scoop? Golly, I'll let you know at one forty-five tomorrow God, if that was the case. You're plugged in. Tommy says, "All right, fellas, have a great weekend." Hashtag Boomer. LG Sooner sixty-three. No multiples, but four home runs. Hanson, Lee, Brito, and Lyons. 918, be careful, boys. Remember, everyone was saying they thought they were going to run rule Clemson and Stanford. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to run rule Stanford. I knew what Clemson, or excuse me, what Stanford had in the circle. Right, and I and I, and I, I think I had said, look, we're not like they're just not going to score on us, like because I just didn't believe in their bats, like the the pitching, but they had the pitching. Next time you guys are on the radio together, we will have a softball champion. That's from the 918. Yep, and hopefully it is uh, crimson and cream yes. confetti raining down. Yes, I will. Yeah, I'll bring some confetti if not, I catch some. Yeah, not, not that gaudy orange. Ugh. Do they even sell orange confetti? They don't win anything. I, I, maybe, I bet they have a standard confetti that falls. Maybe it's like the Women's College World Series colors of blue, red, white, and yellow. No, I mean just I general know. orange oh, confetti. Oh, no, probably they, not. Because teams yeah. that wear orange well, typically I don't mean, win Well, I mean, before much. last year, what did Tennessee? Yeah, what did Tennessee have to celebrate? Right. Well, before you almost got me beat up in Omaha, what did Ole Miss <laughs> have to celebrate? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was uh, an amazing moment with the speaker, that's for sure. Uh, let me play this for you before we get out of here. Okay. So, J.D. Pakel did an interview with Kirk Herbstreet, and he asked, well, you'll hear the question, just take into account how Herbstreet immediately responds. How do you think Oklahoma factors into the Big 12 title race this coming season? Um, 
<laughs> what? Does that give you? Does that sound like a whole lot of confidence there? I'll I'll play the full audio clip, but I had to laugh at that. Hey, how do you think Oklahoma, who's won fourteen Big Twelve yeah. titles, factors in the conversation? Um, with a little bit of a pause there. Yeah. Wow. Really, really, Kirk? Come on, come Kirk. on, come on! Kirk. They're they're at least gonna factor into the conversation. He's washed. Here. How do you think Oklahoma factors into the Big Twelve title race this coming season? Um, you know, the big thing is for me, it's Brent Venables' second year. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know what? It's like that first year. You know, and think about what happened with OU with Caleb Williams leaving leaving with Lincoln Riley, and it was just like, what what are we doing? Where's this thing gonna go? And he has to, even though he's an OU guy with his background, he still had to kind of like just calm the waters a little bit, which I think he's done. And now it's a matter of, okay, now you're starting to bring in your guys. Now the turnover is a little bit more the way kind of your identity. And he's such a – Brent, because of not his t- just his time with Bob and Norman, but I think really he changed as a coach and how he looks at things when he went to work for Dabo. And I think now he, he understands the importance – of loving on the kids and the culture. And that takes time sometimes to really seeing the, the rewards of that uh, take place. So I, I think they can get good play out of the quarterback spot. I think they're going to be good enough around the quarterback. Um, that they're, they're, I think they're gifted enough. They're always going to be a factor in the big Yeah, when it church it up there, Kirk, if you think they're always going to be talented enough, why'd you go, um, it's like he asked if uh, – Texas Tech can be a challenger. It took in the Big him forever to get there. Good lord, man! I thought, I thought it was going to convince himself. I think I thought it was going to roll into T Rose show uh, on Monday. Just still, <laughs> Kirk trying to get around to the fact that yes, we're going to have enough talent. And what a what a what a what a hot take! Way to go out on a limb there, Kirk. Hey, if uh, you know if they're uh, you know good at quarterback, uh, you know they got talent, and uh, you know they might be a factor. Oh man. Hard-hitting stuff right there. Maybe he just hasn't paid attention to anything this offseason. I, I I don't know. Normally he's on Twitter complaining about how things are nowadays yeah. compared to how they used to be and all that. That's that's normally how he spends most of you his know, time. You know what's funny about the good old days, um, kind of having that mentality? We had uh, um, Greg McCourtney on our podcast last night uh, talking the NIL deal. You know, it got passed so incredibly, right? I said, why were there a couple nay votes against that? He goes, you know who one of the nay votes was? Was Dave Rader. Dave Rader, former TU coach. Wow. Dave Rader. Because he just doesn't like where the future of NIL and Transfer Portal and all that stuff is going. He's just that old school mentality guy. So he's like, he, he literally said, he told Greg, he said, I'm going to vote against it but I'm going to tell everybody else to vote for it. I just have to vote against it. <laughs> okay. so I was like, I did not Fair expect, enough, I guess. I did not Fair expect enough. to hear Dave Raider's name last night. Uh, we got about 30 seconds here. How big of a deal is this for OU, uh, this new NIL, uh, what, NIL law, I guess? It's, it's massive. I mean, it's, it's something that it, the important thing for OU fans to understand is the OU legal teams and Joe C and Joe Harris, all these guys, they wrote it essentially and then gave it to the state senators to pass. So this is they've been working on this for a long time. This isn't reactionary by them. They forced it through. That'll do it for us. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the softball. Enjoy the baseball. OU East Carolina baseball. Regional action coming your way now on the KREF app, 1400 AM, 99.3 FM. Over every board.